Hey there, Lions fans. Randy and Rich here with you on the M66 North Detroit Lions podcast. And coming to you today from uh, football limbo, NFL limbo, uh, that time of year between Labor Day and the first game, the first of, the game of the season, which thankfully is now just a, a three-day wait where it, uh, you used to have to wait till Saturday. And then I think for the... Sometimes they'd do a Saturday game, but mostly it was Sunday. When I was growing up, you'd have to wait till Sunday. Yeah, but now these day and age, we've got our first game of the season is on a Thursday night Thursday game, night. which yeah. is you know basically the first game of the NFL's week. And yeah. So the last Monday night, you which you would think would be the first game. Oh no, that's the last game. No, they don't. Yeah, they don't <clears throat> compete with. Labor Day right. weekend, so right. they don't start at Sunday and Monday and all that. So. Yeah, it's cool by me, though. Man, this is the time where you go out and you buy all your face paint. You get your jersey all pressed, you know, yep. shine up your football, you know. You're, hopefully it's a Nerf football if you're going to throw it at the TV, so. <laughs> yep, get out, break out the new hats and merch that you've acquired over the summer, hopefully. Yeah, everyone's, uh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, uh, a good bit to talk about. Uh, with some trans transactions, uh, yeah, you know, I think this year you know we we should do transactions just a little bit different. I mean, last year I kept every single transaction that was made and I wrote it all down and shared it. But I think we're just going to talk about high pointed transactions, especially in the beginning. You know, sure. As things get going, if, if they heat up, you know, and, and we have to make a lot of transactionally. Hopefully, it won't be as many as last year because we were just hopefully don't have as many injuries as we did last year. So, yep, and fewer upgrades during the season because they're happy with the guys they have, maybe, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, so, um, highlighting just a few things, you know, uh, the, the, um, which will still probably be everything. Yeah, well, did you know that there's only 23 on offense and there's 27? I had not counted this week. Yeah, I'll I'll tell you what, you know, there has been a couple changes, but I, the way I got it all figured out, yeah, they got they got 23 on offense and 27 on defense and three on special teams, which, you know, they usually do anyway, so... Um, well, what do you think about that, Rich? Because yeah. well, that, that's a little sort of, off kilter, really. I mean, yeah. they I think they did the same thing last year, but, you know, it was like week two or three, they had everything back to even Steven, 25-25. But I don't know if I really see that this year. Yeah, they're definitely, well, they always had, uh, or not always, but a lot of times last year they'd, Keep a spot open on the on the fifty three and be running with fifty two. Fifty two, and uh, I think I remember here, something here about that. that. You know, here and there, uh, maybe for two or three days, maybe you know, between a game or two, or whatever. Um, but still, things would change up. They'd switch a guy and then still end up with fifty two somehow. You know, um, so that's still not the case. They they're doing that with the practice squad at the moment. Oh um, uh, yeah, they have an open spot. They released. Uh, Derek Deese Jr. from the practice squad with uh, no explanations. Yeah, no explanations. No, no <laughs> so, corresponding move to pick someone up. To no, not them. yet. You know, yeah. so that might happen tomorrow. That's that's to me seems like that's a work in progress right there. Yeah. 
Today's Tuesday as we speak. So in like uh, Wednesdays, the injury reports come out. The first injury. Report. The very first one, yeah. Uh, I believe that's Wednesdays. Uh, so uh, don't maybe we'll hear something about this this deal with uh, Big V. Uh, yeah, well, that was kind of shocking to me. I mean, they that that was a, another move that they did. They brought in uh, is his name Kevin Forbes. Yeah, something yeah, like that. Kevin Forbes. Forbes. But uh, yeah, um, he's got well, he's got past history with uh, um, Dorsey. He used to be at Cleveland. I think Dorsey's the one that actually drafted him. So yeah, or had a hand in it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So when Dorsey was with Cleveland, so I, I think it's a good pickup. Uh, he did have a an injury, a knee injury that kind of kind of uh, kind of slowed him down. I think the last year he played in Cleveland, you know, so. Yeah, that was last year. Yeah. Right, yes. Yeah, and that's just, it really sucks that we don't get to see the, the O-line as we had hoped uh, with Vitae being, going to IR. Once again. Yeah, so that's four weeks, right? Oh, man, yeah. Um, and then that's almost the bye week by the time he's back, so, gee. Well, it depends um, on what's wrong with him, but, you know. Well, they, you can't come back until the, after oh, that's four. true. Yeah, that's true. That's the rule. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So there was a lot of little things going on there this week. Um, that really being well, they brought in Forbes, the and that, and I, you know, I I can't. I guess that he was doing. Excuse me, was doing pretty good when he was healthy. You know, so he was making sure. progress. But then when Cleveland like switched up their offense, he more or less came to be known as. Uh, a guard who was uh, too too small, too small, too small, and no, and a tackle who was too slow. So, so they they released him. So, so yeah, Detroit picks him up, and he's on the fifty three. Um, I think that's the rule too. Now you pick somebody up off waivers; they have to go directly to your fifty three. Yeah, yeah, and that's you know they need someone short notice, right? Yeah, with with. Because this thing with uh, Halepuli, Adi Vaitai, uh, comes out of nowhere for us. Uh, yeah, surprise, surprise. Yeah. Um, don't know if it happened during the game or, or uh, practice after or in the shower. Uh, <laughs> don't say that. Who knows? You, know? <laughs> uh, you could end up on an NFI list or something. Yeah, well, he's on the injured reserve right now. Yeah. So I don't. Think that's uh, you know too serious yet. I think he's yeah. got little time before you know just to see whatever he has got can heal or they get tests done on to see <laughs> if if it's just minor or whatever. So we'll do, yeah to be does, continued on that one. Yeah, folks. it does seem football related though. Yeah. So, but on on the other side of the ball, <coughs> they brought in uh, uh, Benito Jones, and and that that's kind of interesting uh, with Levi kind of being. Iffy, I guess you could say, you know, <laughs> um, his back, he's got back spasms or something going on with that. And, uh, you know, they say he's coming. He's on his way. Uh, who was it? The, the uh, was it the uh, defensive line coach? or, or the, Oh, no, that was with Barnes. I'm sorry. He said that everything that he was had was although everything that he had below the neck was everything you wanted in a linebacker, but everything above the neck was his problem. So 
That was Barnes. I'm sorry. I'm getting okay. it mixed up with Levi. <coughs> Levi Levi Barnes. has back problems. But, yes. you know, yes, yes, he does. to bring in Benito Jones off waivers, I thought was a good claim. Um, do you yeah, know? It seems did, necessary, huh? Did, did, um, do you know much about him? or? Uh, yeah, I, I believe he's another nose tackle type. So uh, with the thought that in the talk that uh, Levi's hurt and McNeil's going to be playing more three-tech, so... I think Benito Jones comes in to help with the zero. Helps Taylor and Bugs. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's my thought more there. more beef in the middle, like Dan Campbell said. Right. You know, it's a, we need more that. beef in the middle. Yeah, but it's not at the expense of Levi. Was not what he was talking about. No, at exactly. The time. No, he's a, he's a draft pick. He's a high draft pick. He'll yeah. come around. He's just going to take a little time. You know. Like with everything else, you know, you're, you're hoping Paschal comes back. Soon enough, too, you know. So yeah, I mean, right now, how many? How many we got there? Two, four, six, eight, nine, nine, nine Jeez. defensive linemen on there. You know, yeah. With Benito Jones, you know, so yeah, so that makes ten. Yeah, um, and with Levi, you know, they, uh, they actually some reporter this week uh, brought up the second round injuries that. Uh, Brad Holmes the is curse. kind of dealing with. Yeah, right? the curse of the second rounders. Yeah, and you know, I don't know, his uh, answer to that was basically you can't be afraid of the unknown. Um, <laughs> right? Uh, and and I'm like, personally, I'm terribly afraid of the unknown <laughs> when it comes to injuries and things like uh, that. Injuries scare football. the hell out of me just because of what has happened to the Lions. Like, Basically, just in the, in the last five years. I mean, you know, all the other previous stuff doesn't matter anymore. Even with going that far back with, you know, freaking injury-laden rosters going into particular games that could, you know, <clears throat> possibly get you into a playoff or, or a wild card, you know. But, no, we end up losing it because of injuries. And all our starters are on IR, you know. Yeah, if we can even get to that point. Right? <laughs> Yeah, but it's it it. I don't know. It, it, we're not the only team that deals with it, right? It's well, part of football, true, right? True, and, but it just seems like Detroit. It just has some kind of vendetta posted against them. You know, the right. injuries are though, it, it, just it devastating. Like, it feels like to me, Brad Holmes has a, a different philosophy towards injuries. That he's he's okay with them to some extent, and they're part of the game, and it, they don't scare him. And well, he drafts these guys, and he, uh, you know, goes with it, and uh, week to week, and uh, is, I think, more confident, you know, than than your average football guy about them getting better. Right. You know? Well, see, Peschel to me, that would be, you know, a, a worthwhile investment, which you have to kind of look at it as, because not only are you drafting the guy and then giving him a paycheck, but you're also putting all this money into making him better. Yeah. You know? And he, he did mention in his press conference that Paschal uh, has a timeline and they, it's a plan. And, and, you know, right from the start, from the, the 
drafting, you know, pre, right, yeah. pre-draft. Bring them back slow, just like what they're doing with Jameson Winston. I, or, I'm sorry, Williams. <laughs> I did do that every time. Yeah, he'll get there. I'll get it, I'll get it. Jameson. Yeah, Jameson. Jameson Williams. Yeah. Wide receiver, you know, he, he's on the pup. So, you know, does that, that means he could possibly come back week four. You know, and, and the way I see it, they still will bring him back slowly from that point. I don't think you'll see him starting. You know, you might see him in a game, you know, like maybe five plays in a game, his first game out there, but I, maybe not. Yeah, you know, it, it, they might not even put him out there until <laughs> Dallas after the bye week, you know. Right. I think whenever they do put him in, I think they'll they'll get some good work out of him. Um, or. You know, yeah. Not, oh, absolutely. That's not. That's not saying that. Uh, uh, I'm not commenting on how good the work is. I'm just saying it'll be uh, good work. <laughs> good amounts of work. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you know. I. 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 I and mean, once again, you know, Detroit is one of the youngest teams in the NFL. You know. Yeah. But but they are one of the stronger, youngest teams. You know. Fingers crossed. And, yeah. And, and yeah, it's. Still, you know, you don't really compare team to team uh, injury-wise uh, uh, for the most part. But uh, we're definitely managing the, yeah, know, a, well, bunch, a bunch of them. It matters, though. That's yeah. the thing, you know. Injuries injuries happen. Yeah, you can. You, you, you have to just just kind of accept that. Yeah. And injuries I'm, happen. I'm trying to, to get in that. Like, what else you uh, like? Well, but the thing is, is how quick can your guys be brought back without them being brought back too soon. And that's that's where where you're going to run into the problems yeah. because re-injures. Because yeah, they're going to say, "Okay, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good." And coach is still him and in Han, you know. The athletic director is still kind of him and in Han. They so they take a chance, they put him out there and you know, he's out for the rest of the season cuz he got injured again, yeah. you know. You're not seeing that happen, you know, with these guys, with this regime. Uh, you know, I uh, Brad Holmes was talking about uh, Demetrius Taylor and having to kind of peel the the label of of being small and undersized right, yeah. off of the guy and get that out of your head and because he he said because he, he's always on the other side of the line right and you just gotta he's figuring it out and don't hold that against him and I I think he I, personally that I in this situation. Right now, in this day and age, you got to peel the label off the injury label, right? Cause right. Because it doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, the guy's a bust. I mean, look at uh, Anthony, oh, uh, Bryant, oh, right? Right, yeah, Bryant's a great example of that. First two years, three years, when we were on him big time, like, man, what the hell is this guy doing on our freaking team? Yeah. Why, why is he here, you know? Well... I guess the, <laughs> what we've seen so far in the preseason from Austin Bryant is is freaking awesome. It's yeah. good to see, you know. It is. I, you know, I he's developed. Believe, I do believe he had some sort of hitch in his giddy up some sometime this Whoa, week yeah. as well. Um, I think the the first injury report comes out Wednesday, right? <laughs> well, which is tomorrow. The real test is going to be the season. Can 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 he stay healthy through a whole season? Because his yeah, basically his NFL career kinda kinda hangs in hanging in this is his last year on this contract, isn't it, for Detroit? I would think. Yeah, so it you know, it, he's gotta have a good 
solid year. He's got to stay healthy all season, and he's got to yeah, he's right got to perform. He's, he's, he's the number three uh, outside. Yeah, you know, number three rusher after uh, Hutch and Harris. Then it's pretty much him and what Kaminsky, right? I oh I yeah. hope so. I I I'm glad that he made the team. Um, you're gonna have to pair him up with uh, with Charles Harris or or even Hutchinson. I mean, it's gonna be. It's going to be fun to watch, Rich. It really is. I think so. Yeah. Right? If they can contain, you know, that's that's if these these three guys can contain, which I'm sure they're gonna, you know, <laughs> Kaminsky and Harris did a really good job in preseason. Harris last year, how many sacks? Was that six or seven? Yeah. So you know, I I'm I'm happy with with this setup, and then when uh, Romeo Okora comes back. The question is going to be, who goes? You know. Yeah, and that. Yeah, and if, they, if, might Levi, not if be Levi a, starts playing, then they may have to get rid of someone. You know. Well, like Jones or something. Or you know, I, Brockers is a team captain, but he is a old guy, and like probably the oldest guy on the team, I would think. Could be. Yeah, could very well be. Very but well he's be. Not. Uh, yeah, I don't think they really. Well, they really weren't expecting. I wasn't expecting him to start, but I think, uh, or, or say accumulate starter snaps over, right. the, over the, the season. Yeah, um, see, I kind of think, but he, he wasn't going to start either. Right, you know? but I, I think with uh, Levi out, um, and from the sounds of it, the new the new scheme that they're doing up front on the D line right. um, is even more in his favor. Uh, from last year, so uh, and he's healthy, uh, so it, it sounds like he may be, be getting quite a bit of work here in the beginning, at least until right. Levi comes back. Put him out there on first down, then put play him everybody else for second and third down. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, you know, he is an old guy. I, you know, he's like what thirty, what two? Uh, I was thinking more like thirty four or thirty six. You know. Yeah, old yeah, he's he's, he's, he's an old guy, you know. He's useful. <laughs> but uh, I I I I just love the defensive lineman we got right now. I think I think uh, with the addition of Bugs and uh, possibly Benito Jones, um, and with a warrior uh, Romeo Aquara coming back. I don't know when he's coming back. Yeah, no, neither do I. But I'm just saying is this is a very solid group of guys, especially with Bryant coming out. We just need Levi to pick it up. He's got to get healthy. He's got to get strong. And, uh, you know, if they're bringing people back slowly like they are, then it kind of makes sense why they're bringing in Benita Jones. Well, they need to stop the run, so. (laughs) Right, yeah. I mean, it's three-tech stuff. Or one-tech and two or whatever, zero-tech and all that. Inside, inside stuff, you know. Yeah. Brockers, you know, he's he can be in there too, you know. So, I, I if they're gonna play Hutchinson inside, they play Taylor inside, you know. So yeah, yeah these I'm surprised are surprised how well Hutch did inside during the preseason. Um, you know, it, um, so I'm good to, good with that. Um, you know, take at least taking on some double teams and. Uh, Make an effort. And, yeah, still uh, getting his hand in there, too, you know? Yeah, so uh, that looks promising. You know, it's preseason. But uh, so we'll see how much they throw him into the middle 
in the start of the season. Right. You know. Yeah. Uh, you don't. You still don't know how they're going to use use guys. Yeah. Until, well, until you actually see it. No, and 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 I, I think Hutchinson may be out there for like you know, three quarters of the game. You know, he's going to get a lot of snaps. He's a starter. Yeah, you know, you, know um, you, you don't you don't get a hundred percent of the snaps on D line. It's a rotation. Yep, exactly it. Uh, you want to keep guys fresh. You want don't want anybody's legs giving out from from underneath them. So, right. Yeah, you want them at a hundred percent every snap. So yep. we Even it out. Yeah. And, you know. So now everything. Okay. That that this we should kind of move along from the defensive lineman here. Well, like, we we were doing the the. Uh, uh, Different changes to the right. Well, the, um, one thing that happened today was was they re, uh, released the names of of the captains, and uh, one of those captains was uh, Mr. Brockers. Well, Woods. Oh, yeah. Josh Woods yeah. is his name. Josh is it? Josh. Yeah. Josh yeah. Woods. Yeah. Which I was very surprised. It's not Woods. You know. Yeah, it's a surprise, but you know. I'm glad to see it. I really am, because he he was the guy that was a green light last year, dot. at the very the green dot in the very last game of the season. You know they gave him a shot, and he did good. So that's why they signed him back, and then he makes a team now. So yeah, he's not going to be a starter, but they uh they they he's can fall back into coverage, and and he can shoot the gap too. So I'm glad. Yeah. I'm, Good to see that, and yeah, and then uh, Brockers before before we get away from the D line completely again. Uh, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Bro Brockers is <clears throat> the captain. Yeah, yeah. As well, and you know, you tend like you were saying to have the old guy, right? You know, you get, you got to have the old guy in there usually. Yeah. To uh, yeah to give you a leadership, um, and yeah, and. Woods is Woods is fine. That's that's great. You know, it, he was sort of. It seemed like he. A lot of people had him on the bubble this year. Brockers. Uh, yeah. Woods. Oh, Woods. Yeah, I know you were one of them. Yeah. Well, we were even. Well, I wasn't. I I liked. I've had the guy on my list for a long time. Okay. Well, he was uh, the the fifth one, and he didn't know if there'd be six. Yeah. Kind of. You know. But he 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 does. He's like a special teams guru too so right so that that really helped his case and that's why i had him i've had him on there like all summer really i have and you yeah. just did you hadn't and you, you just didn't know because i wanted Pittman. basically we all wanted Pittman. well yeah you know and and so that was the deal there and, but and yeah so that, and, 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 and our was. exception to that rule was either they were going to take seven linebackers or julian aquara was going to probably go to the practice squad yeah, and it that was tough, you know. We still, you never know where to count him as a linebacker or a D line. <laughs> yeah. Right? Well, know? they they got him down in. I I put him where the the uh, roster said they're they're supposed to be. You know the uh, the official site roster, and they say that that Julian Aquara is a linebacker. Yeah. So and it's it's funny because, it with uh, the Patricia uh, era uh, terminology, if you will, and, and uh, scheme. Okora was a D lineman, and Bryant was always getting pictures with the linebackers, and was playing as, as a linebacker. So they had it switched around. Uh, you know, so if you don't think there's been changes in Detroit, <laughs> it's oh, just, no doubt it's night and day from opposite. what we had with Patricia. I know, I know, I'm I'm a happier camper. My blood pressure's gone down. 
It's going to be fun to watch a game because the very first game of the season, Rich, this year is going to be the hardest game on the, on the schedule. The toughest game on the schedule is our first game of the year. Yeah, other than maybe the Green Bay and Minnesota games. I think, you know, those are... Uh, well, yeah, Green Bay right. more so than Minnesota. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll find out early with Minnesota. Yeah, division games are always tough, right? Yeah. Uh, except the Bears games this year. Those won't be tough. They won't. I, we're, <laughs> Bears are going to freaking go 17-0 and 0, or 0-17 this year. That'd be great. They're, they're, they're not going to win a game. They're, they just <laughs> are that bad. I'm sorry. But yeah, it's it's a fair bet uh, for you know worst record if you want to go that way at uh, you know some casino somewhere. Yeah, that could be a very good prediction for me. Chicago will be the third team to go uh, winless in a, in NFL season. You know? Yeah, they should be. It, that is a very it's here on record. Right untalented now. roster, you know. <laughs> so, or I should say untalented. I should say inexperienced. You know. Because they are basically where the Lions were about five years ago, you know? It's bad. Yeah, it's bad. Three years before that. Or, five yeah, years before anywhere that, in that Quintricia era. Years before that, ten years before that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> so, so uh, Walker, another captain, uh, Tracy Walker. Tracy Walker, yeah. Well, we should, I got the whole list right here, Rich. Yeah, well, we're just going down yeah, this, well, the we, defensive ones well, so we, far. Kind of missed the offensive guy. Well, we started with the defensive yeah. guys, so we haven't missed him. Walker's the next guy to talk about. It's a good good guy. Uh, That's a good question you know. for you right now. Do you think Tracy Walker is going to take that next step and be that shutdown safety or that that? Well, he, that guy that, that's going to you know be what we need him to be at that position? Uh, yeah, I, but he's, you know, I don't... Let's put it this way. I don't expect him to play above his pay grade, right? Uh, which is, you know, not to say that he won't be, uh, you know, live up to expectations, right? I think he's going to do well, but he's not going to be a, a, you know, number one safety in the league. Yeah, well, right? my, 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 my thing with Walker is he needs to create more turnovers. I need to see more interceptions from, from Tracy Walker. Mm-hmm. And that, that, you know, sure. he's always on the ball, but he's, you know, he's always there, you know, and he makes some really good plays, but he needs to start picking that ball, you know, he needs yeah. to start taking that got, ball away in some of those 50-50 things he gets into, you yeah. know. I think the argument on some of that is, is now he's going to have some better talent around him. Well, yeah. To where he, because, you know, safety, right, that's your last resort. So that's the last guy you want to be gambling, right? In defense, in, right? So he well, so he hasn't had any leeway, you know. Especially like last year, there was no leeway. He was the last defense. He couldn't take any gambles. He had to stay on point and give wide berth. Um, this year. He'll be able to jump routes and do things a little better. Well, that's what they supposedly say. Okay, now that's another thing that that, uh, I believe it was Brad Holmes that brought up saying that this defense wasn't created for our linebackers to be stars, you know. No, the the, the, the stars in this defense will come from your safeties. Yeah. That's what he said, you know. So So is Walker going to be a star? If he gets more interceptions, he will be, you know. Yeah. And I think with Deshaun Elliott, you know, I, you know, 
the guy's a proven commodity, but then again, he's unproven in Detroit. So how Elliott and Walker are going to play together, we don't know. We know if he's kind of hurt right now, he's a little iffy. So that's why he doesn't want to be called iffy. <laughs> yeah, but but then uh, we got Joseph who did so well, and and then I in an interview with the media, Brad Holmes spoke very highly of Juju Hughes. Did you see that, Rich? Yeah, yeah, and he's never had a bad thing to say all in preseason and OTAs and everything. Um, so and I haven't read a negative thing about him. I didn't read, you know, a ton of. He didn't have bang-up plays every week in, you know, in uh, every other practice or anything, but Steady Eddie wins the race. Exactly, so, yeah. You know, so there he is, you know. Uh, and he's got, I'm sure he's got special teams. Uh, yeah, uh, I think there, right? I think you're right he's with that. To, right? Yeah. Uh, so Another guy that I was really happy to see make the team was, was Bobby Price. You know, he's been a favorite of mine since uh, an undrafted free agent, you know. He's been a favorite of mine ever since he came to the team. Yeah, he's converted safety. Track star in college. Yeah. Another one where <laughs> Patricia said, you're a safety. And these guys are like, no, he's a cornerback. He's a cornerback, you know. <laughs> you know, just like Will Harris, you're a safety. No, no you're, you're a cornerback. Look at me now. Yeah, no doubt. How do you like me now? <laughs> uh, and we'll we'll find out too because uh, we do play the Patriots this year, and oh, yeah. Matt Patricia is behind the helm of their offense, is it, or their defense? Uh, it's which one is it? Does uh, it well, matter? It's offense, supposedly he's been uh, taking over Josh's yeah, Josh, whatever it's, his name. It's kind of like preseason. All their all their stuff is you know just kind of as far as like plays. Are pretty much uh, scripted, and it's you, know, you never know how much really? uh, Belichick has really got his thumb in the mix. And uh, they were really horrible in the preseason <laughs> offensively, so I don't know what's going on. No, um, what game we got that game big, five? Big step back. Is that game five? Uh, Is that what like we that. figured that? I think that's what. I want Is that to the know. game that we're gonna go see Rocky? I think it might be. I, I I gotta get my work schedule. And we gotta talk right. to Rocky about that too, you yeah, know. Yeah. So and so Rocky, if you're listening, we're right now tentatively planning week five with the Patriots to come to your house and watch a game. So so there's that. There's that. Call me if you got any questions, buddy. <laughs> it's a bit of a long winded uh, message there. Yeah. Well, uh, you'll, you'll get it. Thursday? You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so this, okay, so offensively, uh, the... The, uh, the team captains yes, are Jared Goff and Ragnow. Frank Ragnow. Uh, so, um, Mr. Ragnow. Yeah, no surprise there, really. Absolutely no surprise whatsoever. No, you know, I mean, it, it's, it would have been him or Decker. Right, thought, you know. Right. That's if I was guessing. It, it, it can't be Big V now. You know? uh, yeah. 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 So basically, you know, with Big V out, so I'm what what I'm thinking. I don't I don't know if you agree or not, Rich, but I'll try. I'm thinking Tommy Kramer is probably going to get the start at right tackle with or right right guard in place of Big V. Yeah. 
If you agree with bet. that? Yeah, that's my bet. Okay, now I think Stenberg will, you know, I think he plays more so on the left side, the guard position. It might be yeah. that uh, they pull Jackson and put Stenberg out there periodically for, for like draw plays or or, to, or uh, sweeping plays around the end so he can do his thing as a pancake machine coming around from the pulling out of the guard spot, you know. Yeah, they may do some pulling and stuff. But yeah. I, they, they may also go very vanilla without Big V around and just feel things out. <laughs> I don't, no, you're you know? talking about the toughest game in your schedule. You have to go out full force and, and beat these guys. you got to go 100% every freaking play. And, you know, because that's the only way a team right. like this... By, is, I don't, you know, by vanilla, vanilla I don't mean... Uh, run of the mill, but I also don't mean taking chances. And, and um, well, I do. You know, I think I think if, the only way you're going to beat a team like Philadelphia is like what I've always said is with with plays of trickery and misdirection. You know, yeah. M- make them look one way and go the other. You but, know, yeah, I do that when I'm healthy. <laughs> for sure. Oh, no, this, yeah, this is know. the toughest game of the season. You have to go. You have to pull out all your. And, and it, that's the key right there. The main key to this game, to Philadelphia's game, will be the offensive coordinator Ben Johnson, how he calls his plays and if he's how. Plays. Yeah, it's he's going to call plays. Well, we don't, you know, we, no, he's going. It, it, coach was very adamant that he he's really either excited that or about this. It will be a joint adventure between Dan and 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 the. Well, and, it always is, but right. who has the last say is up in the air still, as far as we know, from what coaches said. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, but we'll we'll have to see. Yeah, that's still up in the air. They haven't really decided that yet, yeah. but. But I think he's gonna he's gonna have to trust his offensive coordinator sooner or later, you know. And then to me, that is gonna be the key right there to this game is what offensive plays are being called. I mean, I can if the def, if the defense can shut hold up the middle, like you know, not let them do what Pittsburgh did, you know. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, and I don't right think they the were gut. necessarily, they weren't really trying to, to shut Pittsburgh down. They were working on their own thing. And they were second and third stringers, too, so. But anyways, that uh, kind of sums up. Yeah, but just, you know, the big V thing, you know, I, that's not a small uh, you know, replacement, you know. Um, I, I do like Kramer. Um, uh, and it is, it'll be interesting, like, just, you know, to see what they do do and what, even if, uh, the pulling guard thing is, is a tactic, you know, maybe that's not something they're right. look, looking at, you know, uh, maybe yeah. it is just downhill freaking crusher, you know, um, and big, but big V, it was a big part of that. Um, so it, you know, it, it can really work either way, right? You don't have big V, so you can't be a downhill, uh, crush them kind of old line this week. Well, just um, as long as Tommy Kramer's pass protection holds up, I think we'll be all right. But it, the, the big adventure is, is going to be with our D line and can they hold containment in the middle so they don't run 30 yards or straight up the gut you know yeah, but i'm trying to run 30 30 yards up the gut you know <laughs> on, on offense and without big v 
That's a there's a big challenge there. Yeah. Um, so it, it might be, you know. It might with, with be. With three running backs we have on the team. Yep, only going with only three running backs this year. We started out with four, but then they put uh, um, yeah, Jamar Jefferson Jefferson back down on the practice squad. So, yeah, let's uh, you want to hit the practice squad. We can. A, has been settled and had a, you know, yeah, a little and, change. And I am very relieved to see that Tom Kennedy made it back to the practice squad. Just so everybody knows, yep, it's true. Tom Kennedy made it back to the practice squad. So everybody's happy campers. The practice squad consists of Maurice Alexander and Rich's favorite guy, Tim Boyle. Tim Boyle, look at that. Yeah, Jared Davis, another Rich's favorite guy. Hey, JD. Uh, Obina Ize, Garrett Griffin, the tight end that we picked up way early. Bruce Hector, return guy from last year. James Houston was he? He was a draft pick. Draft pick. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Didn't make the team. No, Houston. We have a problem. Justin Jackson. That was that running back. They did so well. And uh, veteran guy. Yeah, veteran guy. I, I kind of think that's probably he'll be end up as your possible fourth guy out there. But um, Tom Kennedy, of course, and Jamar Jefferson. Uh, A.J. Parker made it back to the practice squad, and I'm happy for that, yeah, too. good deal. Yeah, you know, and Pittman, Anthony Pittman. Yeah. Yep. You know, so we're kind of glad he's still there. Now, they brought back the kicker from last year. That's right. Yeah, uh, Aldrich Rojas, you know, so Ros Rosas? Rosas. Rosas, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Patterson got picked up by somebody, I believe, Jacksonville. They got themselves a really good kicker there. They yeah. do. So, yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah, we play Jacksonville too. We should we'll meet up with him this year. Yeah, the last play schedule. Okay. Oh, um, um, they brought back our buddy Skipper Dan, Dan Skipper. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, and and Savion Smith, which is, I was really kind of glad to see because he had a really solid camp. Yeah. He really that last game in Pittsburgh, he did very well in as well. So, so we do have an open spot. We mentioned that earlier. Uh, uh, Derek Deese Jr. Uh, was released and still no corresponding move, so um, we're waiting for that to happen. Something in the works. Yeah, they'll probably maybe they'll pick someone up on Monday or maybe after Thursday night's game. I don't know how that works, man. They gotta wait till Thursday or wait till Monday, regardless. But. What's your assessment of the Eagles to make you think that they're gonna get blowed out? Lions are gonna get blowed out by them. Uh, I don't have that assessment, so <laughs> I don't know. I don't okay, know so then let me rephrase that. Okay. Okay, so so what is it about the the Eagles that make you think that they're gonna get that the Lions are going to get beat by the by the Eagles? <laughs> more, much more accurate way to <laughs> well, present uh, the question. Well, yes. the last time we talked, you said something about getting blown no, out I like last year, and no. I. Not okay, well then explain like yourself. <laughs> explain yourself. Yes, I did last time you got it wrong. Well, too, then do so. it again. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think Philadelphia's going to win? Uh, mostly because they were a, a playoff team last year, and this this year uh, they're a little better, and they're going to be a division winner and, and in the playoffs again. And and that's the easiest way to say it. You know, They're a good team that beat us that got better. 
Now, we're a good team as well, a better team, uh, so I don't expect us to get blown out. Right. But I don't expect us to win. Well, see, I think having home, home crowd home, advantage is home not field, enough. Well, it's big for the Lions, especially. Yeah, that's what keeps it close. Right. But this is the very first game of the season. When was the last time that Detroit opened up a home game, you know, the very first game of the season? Last, last couple year? of years, a couple of years, Rich. I think I th it's it's happened recently. Yeah. Well, I don't know. All I'm just saying is, this is the best time to beat a team like Philadelphia, right? Very early in the system. You know, these guys do not. You know, nobody knows what Detroit's going to do. Who right, you know? Yeah, or they might have watched a bunch of tape from last there. year, but they. You know, what did they learn from last year? You know, there are certain guys on this team. You know, there's a lot of guys on this team there. That were on that team last year. Yeah, well, yeah. Coach said uh, they're gonna come in and see if we got better at the things we didn't do last didn't year. Didn't do last year, basically. So right. Yeah, uh, and then from there, yeah, they're gonna have to change things up. They're gonna have wrinkles. They're gonna be different. Oh yeah. Um, so I know I don't expect them to get blowed out either. I kind of expect them to to make it really really close and have a chance to win it in the end. I really do. And uh, it's going to be a big uh, test for Amanio and Jeff Okuda um, and Harris, Price Huser. Well, it's that guy group, on the defensive yeah. line that, that Philly has that's going to be a matchup with uh, what, what uh, Big V was going to have there. Mm -hmm. So I think Tommy Kramer's going to have his hands full. He and there might be a. Size of the ball on yeah, him. you might see uh, Nelson out there on the jumbo package a lot, you know. With the extra blocker in the backfield, you love the jumble package. I, well, I, you know, I don't no, but when you got a when you got yeah. a pursuing defense like 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 what we're going to see in Philadelphia, yeah. with Philadelphia, is you you're going to need that. I want the you're going to need that extra blocker, Rich, in order if you're going to make any headroom whatsoever. You know, it, it's yeah, just sure, added insurance. Well, possibly on first down too. You know. So, I mean, it just depends on how Kramer is going to. That's going to be a big matchup right there, is how yeah. Kramer acclimates to that starting position. You know, and if, if you know, we know we wouldn't worry about it if Big V was there. But now that Big V's out, Kramer's coming in, you know. Yeah, he's been there, done that before. But I know, we talked about that. Yeah, but I'm just saying it's, it's, it's going to be a key to the game. Yeah, it is. Yeah, okay. So quit laughing at me. No, I'm just laughing at you because I was on defense and you just went right to offense again. <laughs> because we've already talked about defense. I want to stay. Well, I don't. Okay, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Let's talk about. Let's talk about the uh, the pup. All the guys that are on the pup. Right. And Jason Cabinda has been there for quite a while. Yes. Yeah, and he might be the reason. Why we only have three running backs? Because they want to bring back a fullback, and he's gonna definitely come back when he's when he's better. Yeah, and then you get rid of that twenty seventh guy on defense when he comes back. To you know, to give you your space. Right. And then you're back to twenty six, twenty four. Well, yeah, it depends on who they get rid of. You know, it'd be a defensive guy. Yeah. You're not, you know, because you're not. It, you wouldn't stick with 23 on the offense at that point. Right. You know? Also, you know, it's going to be a little easier to, to release some, to waive some of these guys. To get It would be a lot easier for them to get through waivers to bring them back to the practice squad, too. Right. 
you know, when you're not, not, you know, early in the season, because not so, not everybody got hurt, you know, so, yeah, so, we actually started talk, talking about, uh, about why you think Philadelphia was going to beat Detroit. Yeah, and, and I then, was talking about the defense, and Omani, Warrior, and Akuda and Harris, and you went right to O-line. Well, that's because <laughs> I think that's right where, that's because I think that's the biggest the biggest thing right yeah. there. But you asked me, Him. and I was telling you my thoughts, <laughs> right? Because their wide receivers are uh, A.J. Brown and the uh, kid from Alabama, the speedy kid, uh, Devontae. Uh, Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, so and that's, that's going to be a big test for them. Uh, I'm excited to see that. And... And now that's all I really had to say on that. So I just wanted to be able to say that. <laughs> well, I'd see, I'm, I'm kind of, um, I don't think Smith, I need Devonta to. Smith. I don't think I need to worry about Amani Awarie. I think he's got it down. I think Jeff Okuda's got it down too. But I think he, he still isn't quite there yet. I would say he's there, but not in like 90, like, like 97%, I would say. And, not like, quite there. Like the matchups would probably be uh, Devonta Smith on Akuda or the other Akuda on Smith and Amani O on AJ Brown. AJ Brown's slower and bigger body. Right. And you know if if there's a way for them to get a uh, a mismatch with like Smith on Harris or something, you know put uh, put Smith in the slot, you know get him on. Whoever's playing the slot at that point, Hughes or Lucas, um, it might be a mismatch there. Uh, so uh, we'll have to see how all. Yeah, that I think goes. Bobby Price is actually might be it. well. Harris, I think, is backing up Omani, isn't he, or is he behind? Oh, he's behind Okuda. Yeah. 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 So if they're gonna spell Okuda at all, you know, the Smith will be on Harris. And then, yeah, the slot guys, Lucas and Hughes. Yep, and Bobby Price is backing up with Mario Warrior. No, I, 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 uh, I think no, Harris is backing up both. It might be. Right, and Price is your special teams uh, guy, and he's, uh, and then Hughes and Lucas are backing each other up, and Price is your last resort guy as a backup. So he's like behind Harris. He backs up Harris, I would think, right? Gotcha. Yeah. So well, okay. Yeah. Um, I'm just glad Bobby Price made the team. Absolutely. I've been rooting for him for a long time. So. No, uh, Juju Hughes. I I don't really know what to say about him. I just I already said it. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. so. He's, yeah, he made the team, and uh, coaches like him. All right. So. Um, so moving up back up to 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 uh, the uh, pop list, Jerry Jacobs, you know when's yeah. he, what's going to happen when he comes back? I mean, you know they've got right. You know, That's is that Hughes's job to lose, or or, or Bobby Price? Price, yeah. you know. I think Price yeah sticks around because of the special teams. special teams and Jacobs. Takes over Hughes' spot. Uh, unless, they, unless they start cutting away at the defensive line. Yeah, because they, they, they might want to go with 
you know, seven cornerbacks, you know. But who knows? Yeah, they, you know, they don't necessarily need 10 D linemen all season. True, but, you know, who are you going to cut? Bugs, yeah. maybe? Yeah, it could, it, it cut Bugs or Jones. It, maybe there's a little competition going on now between those two. Um, once Levi gets healthy, and like you said, uh, Jacobs comes back, and if Paschal ever... Oh, um, my God, gets, that, you know, that's... That's the one hope that I just, you know, Paschal just needs to come back. Yeah, and I don't or, uh, care if, yeah. if who they he replaces, you know. He just needs to come back. I want to see that guy play. Cause it just seems like someone may end up on season-ending IR at some point. <laughs> not, not because of a new injury. It just they don't have room for everybody. And, and you know, maybe Okor is too old to recover. And other guys have already... Surpassed him in the. It very well could be. The, I know, mean, you know, in the, in the line of things. They, you know, they, uh, let's just give him a year off to figure it out. And, you know, I. They did say, happen. "Don't be surprised if some vets that you know and love are going to get released this year." You know. Yeah, and, well, uh, yeah, and he would not have to be released. They would just IR him. Right. And maybe Paschal. You know, it's like okay, but you want Paschal to to get some time, even if it's. Six weeks. Right, but now. still, you know, he's, you know, he could come back, like his first game could be with Dallas, you know, with like with James, yeah, maybe possibly with like with Williams, you know. All right, I mean, we're just talking about you know making space for guys, and you can't. I don't know if they can make space for not right. Cabinda, no. Jacobs, and Okora, and well, Rachel, and yeah. Williams. That's you know you're looking at adding five guys to this team, so five guys got to go, and. Obviously not all at once, but they're, right. all, they're all on the same timeline at the moment of four weeks, and uh, and we'll have to revisit it, you know, as the time wears on. Yeah, who knows? Maybe Akora just can't make it back, you know, and because uh, he did, didn't he get hurt like towards the end of the season last year? Uh, middle, I'll I'll, I'll say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. It was a little. It was after. Because I'll uh, be honest with you, I thought he would be back by now. Yeah, I was really after would. Akuda for for at least like five weeks, maybe right. eight or nine. I guess. So yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So so it you know he might not make it back until the bye after the bye week. You know. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's the thing with all those guys. Is mm -hmm. all I'm saying. And, uh, and if someone someone to you know you got. To replace each of those guys, you're you're looking at getting rid of bugs and uh, yeah, the guy the guy we just picked up today. So and Big V will be coming back. So yeah, so Forbes. Yeah, Forbes. Do they go back to three tight ends? Do they do they stick with five and actually receivers and and get rid of Cephas? Oh yeah. Well, I don't think the I think they I think Cephas is a Dan Campbell guy. I really don't believe he's going anywhere. Right. And just I'm just throwing. Yeah, just speculating. I get it. Yeah. Absolutely, buddy. Absolutely. And I just then by then, yeah, like fingers crossed. No one's no one's gotten hurt. Yeah, the injury the, bug. You know, because we want five weeks from now, we want to be talking about all these guys, right? We don't want them to be falling off. Exactly. Yeah, five weeks from now, you just want your roster to stay the same that it is. You know. Yeah. 
as it is right now. It's five weeks, you know. Okay, going into the bye week, everybody gets a week off and or two, basically two weeks off, you know, and stretch muscles, get right with your head, and come back finish the season, which is yeah. pretty long at that point. Yes, you know? It is. Yeah. You like your bye weeks. I like, you know, and. Tom would agree with this too. It's like you, you you want your bye week right in the middle, as close to the middle of the season as possible. It's like that midwinter's vacation, you know. You just freaking yeah. need it, you know. This is great. It was what, week uh, week six, and then uh, a few weeks after that, or a month or whatever, is uh, Thanksgiving. So they get the kind of ten day rest after Thanksgiving until the the following Sunday. Right. It's almost a built-in bye week. <laughs> yeah, so so like, like next week, I think we're going to get more involved in the schedule. You know, I mean, sure. see, talk about the game and uh, find out, uh, you know, see, maybe get predictions. Maybe Rich and I can get a little something, a little competition going here, you know, win-loss thing or whatever, you know, so... Yeah, we'll have it settled before Sunday. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, the first game will still be... Yeah, we all... Well, the first game's already uh, been decided in, in our heads. I'm, no, in your head. In your four. So. I'm, I'm, I'm think yes. Detroit can, can win this, but they're going to... It's going to be yeah. keeping it close during the game so they have a chance to win it with the clock running out. That's, yeah. that's you know, and that's going to depend on... How good the offensive coordinator yeah. or Dan Campbell like calls, you're, calls, you were calls the game. And, and, uh, Fletcher Cox playing in the middle of their Philly yeah. defense there coming at you, coming at Big V. And yeah. so, or he's, well, they, Big V's replacement. Right? He's going to be Kramer. a problem if Kramer's can't hold him down, you know. He really is. They're going to have to, like, really go with that jumble package, double team him, and. Uh, Hopefully Nelson can take care of the tight end, you know. Uh, to me, the, the, I guess the jumble package is just the, gonna be too slow end. to react. To, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. So that that's like I said. That's my deal with with the is is the offensive line being switched like this in the very first game, being the first game being our toughest game of the season. This might not be good for the offensive line, it's but. Not, but. You know, golf can't hang out of the ball. He's got to get rid of it. These timing plays have to work. You know, and their running game too. I mean, it. I mean, Philadelphia pursues, but do they over pursue? Are they uh, a, a over aggressive defense? I mean, do they overrun plays? I mean, everyone does, but hope you know. Uh, hopefully, as much as Jared Davis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, good thing he's on the practice squad. Uh, I don't understand why, but then again, I don't know why Boyle's there either. So, <laughs> but yeah, I, with that, it's it's just it was it was get rid of Blau and Boyle, uh, see who doesn't get picked up, and bring the other one back. Yeah, yeah. So, and the one that got picked up just proves he was the better one, you know. So, even though he's still not good enough to be here. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't. He, yeah, you know, he really wasn't. For as much as I liked the guy, for as much as I rooted for I shouldn't for him. say that. I, I, they knew what they had, and it had been four years, and that was that's enough, I guess. You know? Yeah. Well, you know, like I said, I think David Blau's future is in coaching, and that's where he probably will end up eventually. So. Yeah. 
And his grandfather was a coach, and so was his dad. So I think that's he's, his roots are kind of like, you know, sand's drawn in a line. The line's drawn in the sand. <laughs> ADD kicking in there, folks. So I guess, yeah, the other thing I'm looking forward to offensively is uh, seeing uh, Mr. Chark. Really, oh my for the God! First yes. time, right? Yeah. Oh heck yeah! And we haven't really seen him at all. You yeah. know, they've been hiding him under the covers. Yeah. Nobody knows what they got planned for him, and I like it that way. Yeah. Nobody seems to understand why they got four tight ends either. Hey. Yeah. Well, maybe I. I would say the fourth tight end beat out the fourth running back. It, it, if you or the if numbers like Jamar Jefferson had been better, they may have than Zilstra. You know, maybe that was your battle, right? right? Zilstra just kicked butt, and Mitchell's a draft pick, so you got to keep Mitchell. So, if you know if Jamar Jefferson came in and was you know, loads better than last year, right? Then maybe he would have beat out Zilstra. Well, but, Mil- uh, Mitchell Mitchell could possibly be a. Uh, Cabinda replacement too, as for fullback, because he yeah, did some he did some H back stuff in college. So right, yeah, could very well be. But I mean, at least until Cabinda comes back, you know, who's to say what happens then? You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then uh, did we mention Sudfeld? A little bit. Yeah. I, I mean, there really isn't a whole lot to report on him. He's just, you know, he's been in the league for the a while. He's had some success against the Lions. Right. You know. Um, it's good. For me, it's just good to have someone new back there to root for. Well. And I, I was tired of the, the same two guys, you know. Well, um, to be honest with you, I think you can count on Sudfeld more than you can Blau or Boyle. And I think that's. That's a lot of reason why he's here. He's a he's point. a very good ad libber, you know. Because if the pocket collapses, he's off to the races. Yep. And that that son of a gun can freaking run too. He proved that against our Lions. Yeah, and he's so. he's had uh, quite a few different offenses, so he should get up to speed. Pretty versatile in what he can learn. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Good just, point there, Rich. It's just terminology, right? When you come in as a backup like that. As a veteran backup, you're just really learning new words for the same things. Well, possibly, you but, know. you know, this is a brand new slant offense. A slant, but in different offenses, it's called different things in different plays. Right. Uh, yeah, that's like a, it's like with Detroit. From what I understand, this new offense is a variation of other offenses that Jared Goff was familiar with. So, like, look for stuff from the Rams, you know, and, and going back into his days at Cal. So, I, you know, sure, things that, that they, they seen that he was good at last year here in Detroit and things that they need to change to make him better, you know. Yeah. So that's the kind of offense it is, you know. It's Keep basically the Rams offense with the variations of things that Jared Goff likes to do, created by Ben Johnson. Yeah, so it's Philadelphia in Detroit this week, first game of the season. We're gonna get it. We're gonna whoop, be excited. Whoop, whoop. Yep. Win, or, win or lose, it's gonna be the start of a good season, better season than last year. Yeah, and I think they're gonna win. Rich thinks they're gonna lose. We're, yeah. gonna, you know, I don't want to really go out and do a point spread, so, but yeah, you know, it's gonna be close in the yeah, end. But we're on record for for our picks at any rate. And uh, until 
next week when we get to talk about how the team did, did. In the first real action. Yeah, we get out of this limbo, it's the, limbo uh, land, uh, NFL uh, limbo land. We are the M66 North Detroit Lions podcast at M66NDLP on Twitter. Uh, I'm that guy Dickie at Pisspoor Packers and yeah. Randy's at Wooden Tunes 2. And until next week, watch for Dear One Pride. Go, Go Lions! Lions.